0: Today's episode of M-Vibe Live Conversations podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I truly believe in the law of attraction, mm-hmm. of attraction, and that the chances of that happening, if that's not been your intention, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that it's rare that that'll, ha- that'll happen. But I have gone into things that I knew could potentially be confrontational. And I'm not typically a confrontational pers- person, but when it has gotten confrontational, I was able to stay calm. Mm -hmm. and keep um, a clear head and be very clear with my thoughts and words when it didn't exactly go as hunky Dory as I wanted it to go, but it went in a confrontational way. But if you can stay clear with what your intentions are, that won't affect you when they lash out.
1: Yeah. Do you think that two people can walk away with different experiences?
0: Oh, that is life. Mm -hmm. We all have different experiences and different perceptions. Welcome to the InVibe Life podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We'll offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us all on our journey to live more in Vibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at invibelife.com. That's E N V I B E L I F E.com. And we're grateful that you're here. Hi, welcome to the InVibe Life podcast. You're here with Amy and Cheryl today. And what we want to talk about today is intentionality. It's been something that's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, sparking a little interest We've in our lives. We've been talking about
1: it a lot lately yes. for a lot of different reasons. Yes.
0: And I think you might, if you've been following our podcast and listening to them, Amy spoke about at one point she had a New Year's resolution that Mm -hmm. was all about intentionality. And so I just want to bring it up, talk about it today, because I think it's a good time with all the stuff going on uh, with Corona and us having a little bit more time on our hands or different type of time on our hands. It's Mm -hmm. a good time to put some focus into your intentionality for different aspects in your life. And it really goes hand in hand with mindfulness or mindfulness
1: too, I should say. And so the story Cheryl was talking about, I think I was talking about that in a podcast we did on worthiness. And why that came up is we were talking about the voice inside our head and how it sometimes sabotages us or it comes Mm -hmm. after us. And I shared that I became really focused on intentionality or what I was calling at that time in my own vernacular, um, deliberateness or being very deliberate, um, in going about things. And how I started it was saying, I wanted to be more deliberate in my words and in my actions. So words and deeds, words and actions, um, and that might mean um, being very deliberate about the things I did, the things I said yes to, um, how I spent my time during my day. You mentioned you're very intentional about what you watch on TV or what yes, you yes. read or what yes. you let come into, into your world environment. Yep. or not. your presence. That That was mm-hmm. part of it for mm-hmm. me. Giving myself permission to do that. Even if you're with someone who, for example, is going to see a movie that doesn't resonate with you.
0: Mm-hmm. Saying no. Yeah. It's going
1: <laughs> to say that's just too much for me to take on right now. And I know yes. that that was the kind of thing I started in words. I felt like when I was in, I was in a bunch of different charitable organizations and groups at that time, or even just small talk at a party that I would just find myself babbling. Like, what are you doing? You're just going on and on and on Mm -hmm. for no reason, like to fill space or to fill Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. or maybe speaking more than I was listening. I know you're a big proponent of active listening and really, um, and you can maybe talk about, I'm going to write that down. So you talk about that as, as a part of intentionality. It really is a part of it. So, you know, just in that, and, doing those two things, my actions and in my D in my words, um, made a big difference in my life.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But then as I was growing in my spiritual journey and seeking and started learning about the power of now and calming my thoughts down, I had this huge aha moment of, oh my God, I haven't done anything to stop this just stream of thoughts that go through my head all the time. And so I realized that I'd gotten part of the equation, but I'd left out this whole different area with being intentional with my thoughts. And that was a huge turning point for me. Like, as I said in that worthiness podcast, I realized that the narrative or the voice in my head or the story I told myself wasn't always a pleasant one. And I had to take ownership of that. Um, But also started realizing the power of calming my mind Mm -hmm. and calming my thoughts, Um, being very deliberate and intentional with the thoughts that come into my head, at least at certain times. And you can start that in small ways with maybe if even three minutes, I'm a big proponent of the three minute meditation, but if even three minutes seems like a lot to you, 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Set a timer on your phone and what can you control? Yes. You know, what do you think is a manageable time? And don't let certain thoughts come into your head. Or if they do, when they come, observe them and let them go. Say, no, I don't choose you right now. Yes. It's okay to choose (laughs) your thoughts. You don't have to accept every thought that comes into your head. (laughs) And so that intentionality for me, I think, starts in the smallest whisper of a way but then can be applied to every part of your life. It can be applied to, um, the things you say yes to versus Mm -hmm. the things you say no to. Yes. It can be applied to how you talk to yourself. It can be applied to the actions you take to how you go about your day. Just to me, there's not much in my world that it can't apply to. And where my challenge comes in is remembering that.
0: Oh, of course for everyone. And
1: sometimes stepping back and saying, Oh yes, you went unconscious again. You just, you just let it get away from you again.
0: So listening to everything that you're talking about, Mm -hmm. I just want to use a little example in our life where I try and help my children with a little bit of their intentional thoughts, because, um, I hope my child doesn't, Care that I'm about to share this (laughs) now that I'm putting it out there. But I, my oldest loves basketball. And when he is practicing or when he's playing with some people, he plays so well with all this confidence. And then sometimes he'll get on the court with a different group or it might be a game versus a practice and you can tell his confidence goes way down and he doesn't play as well. So I've tried to help him. I'm like, when you're out there playing, pay attention to what you're telling yourself. When you start to feel that you know you're not playing with your most confidence, Listen to what is, what, what's the story I'm telling myself and change the story. And he kind of looks at me like I'm a little crazy, but I said to him, I said, okay, so when mom gets up and goes for a run in the morning and I'm really tired, if I start hitting that pavement and I'm saying in my head, I'm so tired, I'm so tired, I'm so tired. Guess what? I'm going to quit before it's, you know, I'm going to quit sooner than I want to. I'm not going to feel good Mm -hmm. while I'm doing it. So I get out there and I tell myself something different. And I usually think of, I, this is going to sound maybe corny, but I try and think of three things, three I am's like, I am strong. I am healthy. I, I am happy, you know, or whatever, you know, but I usually I put strong in when I'm going for a run. So I tell him that, you know, when I'm going for a run, I try and tell myself that I am strong. I have great posture because I know that if I run with bad posture, then that's going to make me more tired, right? And I tell myself I'm strong. I, I have endurance. Things that I need to hear when I'm running, um, and it doesn't always have to do with running, but when I'm trying to explain it to him, I'm trying to get him to, you know, when you're getting up to make your free throw, you tell yourself, I am Michael Jordan. I don't know if Michael Jordan was <laughs> even good at free throws, but you yeah. Michael Jordan is good at every <laughs> <laughs> even baseball, right? <laughs> so, you know, it, that's just one way we've tried to use this in our home life, mm-hmm. and I—I don't know if my children, if they're listening or not, but I'm trying to plant some seeds that so maybe that they create an intentional life. With their thoughts and actions as well,
1: and you just made me spur into a couple of different directions, and because I'm getting old and forgetful, I'm taking notes. So
0: forget <laughs> I love that, it. I can look at her notes too. <laughs>
1: um, so one of the things that popped out to me is we didn't even really think about this when we talked about doing this podcast, but intentionality is really at the basis of so many spiritual practices. You just brought up affirmations. Oh, and so that's-, that's really where affirmations come mm-hmm. from too, because you are directing your thoughts in a certain way of your choosing. Mm-hmm. So like I talked about just filtering out certain thoughts. I didn't want to be there. But the other part of that is true too. You can choose the thoughts you want to put into mm-hmm. your mind. Mm-hmm. You can choose the actions you want to take. Your thoughts, we know, can influence your actions. So they're sort mm-hmm. of intertwined. Mm-hmm. But that's that's where it gets even more powerful.
0: I think they influence not only your actions, but your just general presence, Mm -hmm. you know, if you walk into a room saying, Oh, I don't know anyone. I don't want to be here. And I'm, I I, really, should I be here? I, I don't really know if I'm qualified to be here. You're going to walk in and you're going to look like you're not qualified to be there. Mm -hmm. So you need to say I'm Michael Jordan before you walk in that room. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And maybe that's hocus pocus or But and this is almost
1: getting into intentionality with emotions that I hadn't really thought of before because that's what you're saying. You're saying turn your confidence. Yes, intentionally
0: choose yes
1: the emotion or the energy Mm -hmm. you want to Mm -hmm. have in a situation, which is beyond really my um, words and deeds and thoughts. That that's really even going into a whole different area.
0: Yeah. I've done it sometimes too, when I knew I was going into a situation I've been in before that maybe could end up being confrontational or I've left from this situation and not, maybe if it wasn't confrontational, I would leave repeating conversations in a negative tone because they just irritated me. Mm -hmm. But then knowing I'm going back into this situation, I don't want to be irritated. I want to be loving and I want to, I want to receive love as well in this sort of situation and if I create the intention that that's what I'm going to have when I get there, you know, whether it's a business meeting or a family gathering, whatever you want to walk away from with that meeting, then you set that intention.
1: And so this is getting into, we might as well get into the law of attraction yeah, got- a little bit. That's where we just <laughs> went. So um, we've kind of talked about it a little bit before in one of our podcasts, but that if you... Have a certain attitude or disposition you can attract that Mm -hmm. to you. But this is where it's kind of more powerful the way we're approaching it now because it's saying you are choosing what you're going to attract to yourself. Yes. And you are choosing what you're going to allow to filter in Mm -hmm. and what won't filter in. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be, well, of course I want to be happy. It can be exactly what you said. I choose to go into this meeting or into this appointment with a certain mindset, mm-hmm. and that's all I'm going to allow into it, Yes, in, into my experience mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Now, how do we handle it then, Cheryl, when it gets challenging, like when the person sitting across from you in the meeting came in with the opposite mind? They came in with a, I'm
0: going to take her down today Ooh. mindset. Um that's a toughie. It is, you know. I think that's when we. I truly believe in the law of attraction mm-hmm. of attraction, and that the chances of that happening, if that's not been your intention, right, mm-hmm. um, that it's rare that that'll that'll happen. But I have gone into things that I knew could potentially be confrontational, and I'm not typically a confrontational pers- person. But when it has gotten confrontational, I was able to stay calm mm-hmm. and keep um, a clear head and be very clear with my thoughts and words when it didn't exactly go as hunky story as I wanted it to go, but it went in a confrontational way. But if you can stay clear with what your intentions are, that won't affect you when they lash out.
1: Yeah. Do you think that two people can walk away with different experiences?
0: Oh, that is life. Mm -hmm. We all have different experiences and different perceptions. Therefore Mm -hmm. we can't really judge somebody else's opinion on something right perception is different i think that's an important point
1: is that sometimes we have to remember that what the other person is bringing to the table Mm -hmm. has to do with something they're needing to go through at that time Mm -hmm. so we need to be compassionate
0: and it's their perception Mm -hmm. and And they they have the right to that they have the right to Mm -hmm. it and um like that is whoa. This is a big topic that's mm-hmm. super important with um life right now. I mm-hmm. think where we're headed going into an election year, I think that polarized. it's, yes, mm-hmm. it's people are two different extremes on it. And um, I think that's okay to have that. because mm-hmm. how boring would this world be if we all felt the same way? Well,
1: and hopefully, we can learn from the, I mean, we we learn again, we've mentioned before you learn from contrast. Actually, I have an article about this Mm -hmm. on, on the website Yes, that contrast can be an extremely powerful teaching tool. So maybe we should be grateful to the other people for showing us that contrasting point of view to deepen our learning, even if it's our learning or belief in what we believed all along. Totally. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that can happen too. Okay, so then the number two thing that shot to my head that I wrote down is you were actually talking about basketball. And so we were talking about the mindset, the energy, the emotion that comes with it. But it also made me think of just the actual very physical movement and being intentional Or mindful, like the interplay between intentionality and mindfulness. Mm -hmm. I know that you and your husband both talk a lot about mindfulness in movement that even if you're jogging, you know, it doesn't have to be yoga to be mindful. No. Movement. It can be any
0: movement. Any you can movement. bring mindfulness Going and intentionality. Going for a walk with mm-hmm. your dog. I try and be very mm-hmm. mindful when I'm doing that, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, it could be anything. It could be your CrossFit at the gym. Mm-hmm. If you change it and make it mindful, the intention gets a little bit clearer. And then I, I think one of the things that, um, I'm not super clear on getting these words out but I'm going to try. Okay. (laughs) I'm (laughs) going to try. (laughs) I believe that if you can be mindful with your movement, it Mm -hmm. is way more effective. So it eliminates Mm -hmm. the need for killing yourself through exercise. Mm -hmm. And all of us have done it. And all of us have been there. You all of a sudden decide, all right, starting today, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. So I'm not going to run just two miles. I'm running five. Mm-hmm. you know but if you create a mindfulness, I feel like the body works um, more functionally and you can go for it. a mindful walk with having intention with your posture, your purpose of being there on the walk, um, your your gaze, you know, where you hold your eyes while you're walking, uh your thoughts while you're walking. I believe that you can go for a 30-minute intense walk and it be more effective than a 30-minute run that has no mindfulness. You're going to burn more calories and do more for your body doing a mindful walk than you will running and not being mindful. You just named
1: intentionality of... um body or mm-hmm. action mm-hmm. of your thoughts, thoughts of your energy mm-hmm. and
0: your purpose, mm-hmm, your purpose yeah. for doing it. So I, I, I truly believe that if you can work that way, it's just all over more effective. And uh, I, I, some people are starting to figure that out, mm-hmm. but it, then it becomes where your daily practice is, Having your body function at its highest potential, but your highest potential doesn't mean killing it. Mm-hmm. It's the baby steps along the way. And then one day you realize, wow, it's really working. I'm making some great changes in my physical life in the way I feel in the way I look, the way I hold myself. And that was all from the baby steps of being mindful about it throughout your day. Using intentionality, intentionality, Mm-hmm. mm-hmm intentionally doing that. So
1: So I know you've talked about and you kind of started it in, at the beginning of the podcast how part of what's happened during the COVID era and shutdowns and people working from home and things getting canceled is everyone's gotten this big reset. Yes. Or check and you know we were just talking to a girlfriend the other day (laughs) who was saying it was like changing when I didn't have to drive my son across Mm -hmm. town to soccer practice and that just freed up two hours in every day you know just those little things and I feel like we do tend to get so scheduled Mm -hmm. which we all do so much of that is just we just accept it and it isn't very mindful or intentional it's just like okay well we've got to do Dad. Yes. That's my job, especially us moms. I think getting yes. dads mm-hmm. also just, you know, that's our job and we have to do what it takes. That we did tend to get in a just going from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing mode. Yes. And even though I'm someone who, for the last several years, has been working on becoming a lot more mindful and intentional and much, much less scheduled. And that's mm-hmm. been a it's, it's been very intentional for me to become right. less scheduled so mm-hmm. that I could do more work on some other projects and things like that. And my kids are a little older, two in college and one in high school. And I know that, and I work from home already. Mm-hmm. So as I, I joke, COVID didn't change a ton
0: for right. me. I was already yeah.
1: at home most of the time. Yeah. Even I felt that Flicker of relief of
0: <gasps> I don't everything. have to, yeah. everything's <laughs> on my schedule, <laughs> yes.
1: And I thought yeah. it was just gonna be for a couple weeks at first, but just that kind of flicker of <gasps> mm-hmm. I felt happy about a little part of, of course, I don't have to do those things I really didn't want to do. Not that they were even bad things, but no, I just didn't even really want to do them that much. Mm-hmm. And so, those people who even hadn't done as much as I had done to work towards that sort of lifestyle already. Man, just everything dropped away in a day, in a day. And so I think one of the things that's happened is people do have more time for introspection. And you've naturally had to become intentional and deliberate because there's not that much you can do. And so you have to really choose the things that, you know, worth it to set up a Zoom happy hour with friends or a Zoom meeting or I mean, every trip to the grocery store has to be so intentional right now because we're rationing them out. Right, and, exactly. You know, mm-hmm. And so now that people have had that time to take that break, maybe the other side that could come out that as you start to reassemble your life, mm-hmm. it's an excellent time to do it with a little bit more intentionality.
0: It's an excellent time for that, to choose uh, the blessings that came out of this reset mm-hmm. from COVID. And make the choice that you're going to intentionally take some of the joy or calmness or whatever it is that brought you a little joy or happiness throughout mm-hmm. COVID, you know, that you intentionally try and keep that in your life as things get back. And who knows when or what that's going to look like, you know? Yeah. Who might, knows? It might be years. Who knows? And even
1: the activities. Oh, the activities. What What? do you miss? Think about what you miss. What do you Mm -hmm. miss and what don't you miss? Mm -hmm. It's a really good time to analyze Mm -hmm. that as you're putting things back together or even, you know, examining some of your relationships. You know, where was I saying too much? Where wasn't I saying enough? Mm -hmm. Just intentional with all those things. And then of course, you know, hopefully your relationship with yourself, maybe you've had some time to quiet your mind. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And, and kind of watch what you let into it.
0: Mm-hmm. I think one other note that I see you wrote here that we haven't wrapped back down to or wrapped back around to was the active listening. Oh, yeah. um, and we work on this a lot at our office because we deal with people coming in and trying to tell us what's going on with their physical bodies, mm-hmm. right? Because they're typically with us having a physical therapy clinic, they are coming in with some sort of pain. And the important part is the hard part. I think as a practitioner is especially, you know, I've been doing this for almost 20 years now. I have a bunch of tools in my tool belt that I know can help this person, but those tools I've learned from other people, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and what I mean by that is from other clients I've worked with, I've learned a lot along the way. Uh So when this client comes in, I have to actively listen to make sure that I am listening to their story fully, listen to their story and don't project any of the other stories onto it. Once I've gotten the full story, then we can actively start to move to the tools that I have to help them work with their bodies and move forward and, you know, get out of this discomfort and this pain. But active listening, um, we do a little exercise in the office where we pair up and you have three minutes. And in those three minutes with your partner, one partner can't say anything, not one word. And you have to look at him eye to eye the whole time. And the other partner has to talk for the three minutes. So what, but the exercise of it is that doesn't seem too difficult. The listener that's looking into the eyes is to be actively repeating every word that their partner is saying. And if you can repeat their words, you're going to walk away from those three minutes intentionally listening to everything they're saying. You're understanding it, and you're not sitting there going, oh, but this happened to me. That's like Mm -hmm. that. Or this was just like that. Or I had an experience just like that. We all kind of do that. We do. We we want to relate Mm -hmm. to people and feel that connection. And it is nice to know that somebody else might have been through that. But it's very important to purposely listen and, um, feel the conversation, listen to it, Mm -hmm. feel it, and just let them finish every word and every thought completely before you choose to join the conversation. And you would not believe it's very hard to sit there for three minutes And listen to every word. It's really hard. It's really hard. It made me realize when I started doing this exercise with my staff, it made me realize how much I interrupt people Mm -hmm. or I start to say, oh, yeah, well, when this happened to me or when this happened to so-and-so, we did da-da-da-da-da. Which might be because you're wanting to help them. It is. So it's not even
1: coming from a bad
0: place. it's not coming from Mm -hmm. a bad place. But it's also not giving them their... Full space of telling me their story. Well, and you're cheating yourself out of something. You're course. cheating the rest of
1: you out of something. Of course. So, right, yet another example of intentionality mm-hmm. in life and how it can mm-hmm. really start to make a difference. And, you know, the other thing that comes back again that I say over and over and over is that the power of now, you mm-hmm. know, Eckhart Tolle, you can find the link on our website, mm-hmm. but it's about being present. present in every moment
0: and try that little exercise with your friend Mm -hmm. and you don't even have to let them know you're doing it, but just sit there and be having a conversation with your friend and just start listening to every word they say. And it kind of softens your disposition Mm because it's joyful to get to sit and listen to somebody tell their story. You'd mentioned earlier how you love to Know people's story and do research. Uh-huh. You were saying that earlier, mm-hmm. and I, I that I love that too. But when you actually sit and listen to people, I think I was watching a TV show the other day where this, I think he's a chef and he flies to other countries. Obviously, this film pre-COVID, pre- and he spends five days with all these chefs in a different country with all their different spices and different things. And I'm like, that would be awesome to dive in and learn about mm-hmm. other people. But you'd have to have Clear, you know, you are only there to learn, right? You know, and that would be a good act of your. That would you have to mm-hmm. set that intention, mm-hmm. you know, and listening. And I, that was a tangent that doesn't have too much to do with our intentionality, but a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think I might have gone off there, but um, that's really fun.
1: <laughs> it's okay, which is another thing you can be intentional about. I mean, it just it really can apply to every part of your lives. And I hope that people or you all out there will think about this a little bit. Um, See where you can incorporate it. And if if there's nothing else you can do, I say, try that set a 15-second timer. I mean, anything on your phone and Mm -hmm. see if you can just clear, Mm -hmm. really watch the thoughts that are trying to come in.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's a good one. Mm -hmm. That's that's. And, yeah. and choose whether you let them come in or not. Mm-hmm. Or, or if, if you're letting thoughts in, pick just one and mm-hmm. spend some time with it even. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or choose if it's really one that resonates with what mm-hmm. you want out of life. Because mm-hmm. if it's you beating yourself up, that's not a thought you want to keep around. You can acknowledge mm-hmm. it, pass it on, choose a new thought. I really
1: feel like what we're talking about today is the the phrase that keeps coming up to me, remember when we were in like middle school science and you learned that atoms are the building blocks to <laughs> everything else. I feel like this intentionality is yeah. a building block to so many other things. Yes. To the law of attraction, to mindfulness, to being in the present or in the now, to I mean so many other things we could start launching off
0: of, but you paid more attention to science class than I did. Alex? <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: I know. I was just thinking of middle school
0: science class when we dissected the frog. That's where my first thought went. That was a squirrel moment right there. <laughs> <laughs> Everything has led up to this moment <laughs>
1: Not the frog. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a lot to take from here. And if there's, you know... One thing you're going to try to work on, I think intentionality is a good, good one really to good. start with.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah. Well, so, I think this is a good place to kind of wrap it up, yeah. and you know, we had fun filming it, so I hope you yeah. guys are recording it. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys have enjoyed a little bit of insightfulness on how we use intentionality, mindfulness, mm-hmm. and. You know, we talked about many things in here, but mainly intentionality, how we use that in our lives. And maybe you can take some of these tips and use them in your life. So if you're listening to us, go ahead and push that like button and yeah, subscribe. We'd love or it. And give us a comment. Yeah. Comment. Mm-hmm. Let us know if you, if you want us to dive deeper in this subject or find something else. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe and like. Yeah. we would love to hear from All you. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the In Vibe Life podcast. For more information and to join our community, be sure and check out our website at www.invibelife.com. We look forward to sharing with you.